The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. So, Gene, this episode is going to be all about you Uh-oh. and your process. Hmm. And we're going to be talking about how you prepare to speak in public, not how do you prepare to do this podcast, right? but how do you prepare to actually get up on stage, walk people through a presentation? How do you like calm your nerves and how do you actually figure out like, okay, this is what people want to hear about. This is how I'm going to present the information. Right. And we'll be right back with Gene's process after we hear from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, the Hartford strikes back. For over 1 million small business customers, check out the Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. Okay, so Gene, pretend that I have just called you. I'm doing a conference, and the conference is about starting a business for CPAs, like people that they don't want to go to a big six, five, whatever accounting firm. Right. What is it now? Big six? Big, big four. Five, big four? Yep. Was the big seven when I graduated from college? It was actually big eight at the time. Now I know exactly when you graduated college. Yeah. It was big eight when I graduated college. Then it went down to seven. Okay. After that, and then it's down okay. to four. Let's say, you know, I call you and I say, I want to give a presentation. I would like you to give a presentation to accountants. And it's about people starting a business sure. and what they need to know while they're starting a business. So... First of all, let me say this. I speak about 50 times a year, okay? Um, you know, paid. So um, I call myself a professional speaker and I speak to associations uh, from all sorts of different industries. When you're, you just told me right now, Elizabeth, like you're going to speak to a council starting in a, a kind of, I've never given that presentation before. Okay. I would though, I would accept it, but I know immediately because I'd never given that presentation before, that that presentation is not going to be one of my best. Okay. Like I know that going into there because my best presentation are the ones that I've done 10, 15, 20 times already because then I've really got it down. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I just kind of accept that fact like, okay, I'm going to do a presentation I've never done before. And the first few times I do this presentation, it's just never going to be that but great. But for so the not- listener, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to cut you off okay. there. For the listener, let's say they're just starting out. They have decided that, in order to market their business, they need to start pub- speaking in public sure, more. Sure, sure. So this is actually a good example for you because if this is something you've never done before, we're going to assume our listeners have never that's done That's completely this fine. And, that, and that's good. But I guess my, my point is don't expect that you're going to knock them dead. You know what I mean? Don't expect oh, that you're yeah. going to get like a standing ovation and all that. You know, it's yeah. just, you know, you're the, the first time doing anything. It just, you know, it is. It, it just is what it is. So um, I do put together a PowerPoint for a presentation. So how do you do research for that? Or do you just sit down and put an outline All together? Google. And what I do is, um, you know, it, it, it's all Google. And what I, what I, in my presentations, I do like um, two or three slides of whatever I'm covering. And then I have a recap slide of what I've covered so far. 
And then I do another two or three slides. And then I do another recap slide that's oh, cumulative. Okay. And it's what we've learned so far. So I'm repeating, 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 repeating. So if I talked about uh, you know, some topic relating to starting up a business and, you know, oh, you need to, here's how you calculate your overhead or whatever. Whatever. That's on my recap slide. And I'm recapping that again three or four times throughout the course of the presentation. So it really sort of drums that, you know, that thing. So this is what you've learned. This is what you're taking away with you. You know, okay. I do try to keep the slides to a minimum because the best professional speakers I've ever seen work with no, no slides at all. Yeah. I am not that good yet. As much as I speak, I, I, maybe because the content, I speak about technical stuff. So I do need slides to sort of back me up, but, um, you know, so I, you know, I organize it based on categories and you know, when I, when I put so together, you do, do an outline, I absolutely do an outline okay. for the slides. So and first step in this is you do an outline. I do an outline. Then I do it on a, a regular word document. Okay. I do my research. I then take notes in a word document. And then what I do is I put together the slides in a word document, meaning just bullet points, slide one, slide two, slide three with the bullet points that I have there. That's then is what I make my PowerPoint. My okay. PowerPoint is literally just copying and pasting, you know, the content from my Word document into the PowerPoint. Okay. And it's a basic, basic PowerPoint. I don't get all crazy with all the graphics, whatever. To me, it's like, get the information. 3D across. animation. Yeah. None of that stuff. I just, I like, just, it's, to me, it's just all about getting the information, you know, across. Because like you I'm, really want people to be listening to you. Correct. So it's really, I don't want them to get all caught up in what the graphics are and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Secondly, um, I go through, um, you know, the, the slides themselves. I finish with them and I, um, um, I make sure that I've reviewed them a bunch of times before I actually do the presentation. So do you memorize the presentation? No, but the, the more I do the presentation, um, the better the presentation is. So, do so you, the more memorization, the better it is. Do you do it for yourself or do you make your wife listen to this? No, or? I don't do it in front of a mirror. I don't do it for another audience. I just do it for myself. Okay. That's just the way that, you know, that's the way but that I do it. But you do say it out loud. I, I do. Like, I guess I do. I mean, okay. I really don't sit there and, and act it out. But again, different people have different processes. I just, I'm confident enough now as a speaker, where I can just, I can just do that. Okay. But know? for a first timer. Yeah. I mean, again, it depends on whether you're, if you're comfortable doing that or not. Fine. By all means, do it or do it to an audience. That's, that's great. The one thing that, that I think is the most important thing for a speaker is to be natural and conversational. And whether you're speaking to, to 20 people or 200 people, you want to pretend that you're just, you know, in a room, just talking to like, you know, a friend and just trying to educate them on your content. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, why should doing a, a presentation to a large group be any different than a conversation that you're having? It should be, it should because be relaxed. this is easy for you. It's not easy for Well, but I mean, people. that's what good speakers do. And I think that's what you want to aspire to. It should be conversational and it should be relaxed. And so... The more, um, you know, the, the, the more stilted that you are, the worse. Now, the worst thing that you can do when you do your PowerPoints is reading off the PowerPoint. Yeah. So I have bullets on my PowerPoints. I mean, I know enough about the content where I'll have, you know, three or four bullets on a PowerPoint and then I'll riff off of the bullets. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So I just hate it when people put up whole paragraphs of stuff on oh, yeah. just Or I hate it when people have 8,000 slides um, you should be able to spend two to three minutes on a slide, which means in an hour long, um, you know, presentation, you know, you really shouldn't need more than 20 to 25 slides at the most. Right. So that's really what you want to kind of shoot for. And that way you're not having death by PowerPoint or overloading your audience on that. That's what I'm just saying. I have found um, to be the best types of presentations. So you go through the PowerPoint as frequently as you can, just so you're really familiar with it, you know. Um, and then when it comes time um, to do it, 
um, you take a deep breath and you take your time, you know, with it when you're particularly when you're on stage. One of the weirdest things when you're on stage is you start talking and you realize that nobody is else is talking it's just your voice reverberating <laughs> through a big room do you ever get sick of your own voice you're like oh, me <laughs> never what kind of a question is that but i i do sometimes it'll shock you like oh jesus just me talking here you know and everybody's whatever so you got to get over that here pretty quickly um and then you know what you do is you know you want to you, you, your goal should be for each and every slide and the conversation as the whole i want my audience to to learn from this slide Okay. Do you know what I mean? I want them to be educated, but I'm, I'm here to teach them. You're here something. to be helpful. Yeah, to be okay. helpful. We talked about that on a previous podcast, so that's so important. let's say there's a couple listeners out there and they're like, okay, I probably, it probably would be good for me to start speaking publicly to market my business. Like right. for a business, like a service-based business like yours, it is yes. a good idea. I've got good advice Where do that. they start? I started with Rotary Clubs and Lions Clubs. Okay. Um, spoke for free locally, locally. And there are like a zillion of them in, in local areas. They have breakfast meetings. They have lunch meetings. They have dinner meetings. They're always looking for speakers to come in and talk about something okay. of interest. Now, if you're speaking about something that's like B2B or something that you don't think would be of interest to like people like at a rotary club luncheon, can you, can you make it interesting for them? Can you, can you come up with an angle that like I spoke about technology tips to these okay. people, which isn't what I ultimately speak about now, but at least it was kind of related to them. And everybody's interesting in technology okay, or whatever. Yeah. And I did a bunch of presentations to these people. And, and that's where I learned my platform skills. What about skills. Toastmasters? Yeah, Toastmasters is more of an organization that teaches you how to speak, which so is fine. So if you're really afraid of doing this. They give you an education. But to me, the only way to really learn how to do it is to do it. And okay. you can't get a nicer audience, Elizabeth, than like these rotary guys. Yeah. And a lot of the people are really, really nice. And they only need you to speak for like 20 minutes or so. So Really? It's a, yeah. Okay. So it's a great opportunity to just that get up like there. That seems like a long time. <laughs> oh, too, well, you know, but I mean, you get up there and you speak and you, um, you're, the audience will always be respective and respectful and always be nice to you. And um, it's, I think Rotary Clubs and How'd Lions Clubs. How'd the first one go? I don't even remember the first one. I don't, I don't even remember. I've had, that's another episode. We, we can talk otherwise about uh, some of the crazy experiences I've had at some of the Rotary people yelling at me when I made, I, okay, just for a sec. I did one where I was this talking. This is your word of brilliance, by yeah, the way. <laughs> well, I was talking about, um, a large cable company that sort of dominates the Philadelphia area. I can't imagine. Right. And I, I didn't have some nice things to say about them. I forget what it was. And I was speaking, I was trying something out. And lo and behold, one of the people in the Rotary Club was like a 35-year employee of that company and stood up in the middle of my presentation. Said, you take that back. This is a good company. And I oh resent in front of everybody. And, uh, and that was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got heckled. Yeah. So I learned not to do that again. So you learn that way. The other thing that's good is that if you want to join the National Speakers Association, which is a great way to get credibility, they require that you have speaking experience. And okay. that's a good way to build up references. Thank you, Gene. This is awesome. Good. Go forth and speak. Cool. We'll talk to you next week in our next episode. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Gene for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.